the $100 MBA show. Wherever you are, rain or shine, we are here for you every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you my personal website results. A few months ago, I said that by today, October 30th, I would have launched my personal website. I've been wanting to launch this site for so long to have my own little space for myself on the internet for my personal brand, but I just didn't launch it because I wanted it to be perfect, and perfection is the enemy of completion. So I held myself to a deadline, and omarzenhome.com is live today. So what are you going to learn in today's episode? Well, the challenges I faced by setting myself up with a project deadline, the choices I had to make, and what I would do differently if I had to do this all over again. I think you're going to find this tremendously helpful because I know lots of us have little projects that we want to get done, but we just never get it done because, hey, we keep tweaking, we keep changing, we keep adding ideas. No more of that. Let's get things done. I'll show you how. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Bank of America. Feeling stuck in your job? Bank of America's The Academy for Consumer and Small Business helps you develop a long-term career path. Through peer mentorships, immersive programs, and a variety of clear and distinct paths, you can reach the next level in your career. Take your first step towards a long-term career path at careers.bankofamerica.com. That's careers.bankofamerica.com. One of the best pieces of advice I got that really helped me in this project, launching my own personal website, is from Jason Fried and David Hanemeyer Hansen. I found this piece of advice in their latest book, It Doesn't Have to Be Crazy at Work. Uh, Look out for a must-read episode on that book. Really, really good. And that advice is, humans are really bad at estimating. They're very bad at estimating how long things are going to take, how much things are going to cost. We're just really bad at it. But we're good with budgets. If you give somebody a budget, we're pretty good at just staying within the budget. So their advice is when you're working on any project, give yourself a time budget and see it as a budget and not a deadline. And I'll show you why. When you have a budget, you see it as something is, this is what I got to work with. I got to make some hard choices to make this work. When you see a deadline, you just see like this date and it's kind of like, I uh, feel this pressure and I got to hit the deadline. So my budget is time. I had a certain amount of time to launch this website. Now, when your budget is time, what is going to give? Well, the scope of your project, how much you're going to do. For this project, I had about eight weeks. So I had to produce the eight-week version of this website. If I have 10 weeks, if I have two years, it could look completely different. So knowing that, I knew I had to make some hard choices. But it allowed me to understand that, hey, This is the parameters. This is the budget. I have to get this within eight weeks. Understand it can't be perfect. Understand that always the, uh, you know, eight month version is going to be better than the eight week version. You have more time to work on it. So just accept that fact. So the first thing I thought of was, hey, how am I going to create this website, right? Technically, how am I going to do this? Am I going to create something from scratch, code it, design it, all that kind of stuff? Then I went back to my budget. I got eight weeks. 
I don't think I have time for that. Secondly, I was like, what's the point of this website? Well, I want to have a domain. I want to have something on the internet just to show my personal brand. And mainly, it's for my speaking. It's for my speaking career. I do a lot of speaking, and I need a place to put you know, my speaker reel or past videos of my speeches. And none of my business websites make sense to have those there. So I really don't need an overly complex website. I just need a site that really can be just one page. And I actually got to that point about five weeks in. Like, I don't need several pages. I just need one page. And, you know, I can have a little menu on top and have those menu items scroll down to that part of the page. Once I made that decision, it was like all this burden just came off my shoulders. I was like, oh, okay, I can create a one-page website. That's not so hard. But then I said, let me remove all barriers and all opportunities for me to finagle and tweak and try to perfect because I know myself. You got to know yourself. If you are that kind of person that are going to constantly tweak with things, a custom website is just asking for trouble. So I said, what is an easy way for me to create a website? Something super simple. And I said, do I have anything super simple already? Well, I already had purchased a membership for SimVolley. Simvolley is a website creation tool. They host it for you. They do everything for you, the drag and drop. It's like super, super, super simple. And I was almost tempted to say, hey, let me just compare them to, you know, other, you know, website creators. Or maybe I should, you know, do a custom theme on WordPress. I said, no, I already have this tool. Let me just use it. The goal here is to get this thing out as soon as possible, you know, within my time constraint. And let me not waste any time or spend any time on trying to choose a tool when I already have one. So I just opened up my SimVolley account. I was like, okay, let me set up my website. And I told myself, okay, I have one page to create. This is going to be, you know, not a super long page, but it'll have sections, you know, talking about who I am and what I work on and, you know, my speaking and all that kind of stuff and a way for them to contact me. So I just opened up a page in my notebook and I wrote down those things. What do I need to include? What sections do I need to include on my website? And I wrote those things down, an introduction, maybe a place for them to opt in. Maybe I want to send them one email a week, collect some email addresses, maybe a contact area so people can contact me, like I mentioned, and, you know, my speaker reel or some videos to share. Oh, and I also want to include a section uh, linking to the projects I work on, like the 100 MBA show, Webinar Ninja, and anything else that I launch in the future. So I wrote those things down. I did a quick sketch of what I would like the website to look like. I wanted to make sure it was super minimal because, again, I wanted to make it easy on myself. And I just kind of sketched it out. It's good to have some sort of raw design on a piece of paper. And it's not something beautiful. I'm not, you know, a professional designer. But at least I had a concept that I can just implement. I then opened SimLV. I chose a template that was similar that I can edit. I added those sections. I uh, played around with the copy a little bit. I then had to uh, import my domain to SimLV. I think I might be pronouncing that wrong. I think it's SimVolley. Yeah, it's S I yeah, it's S I M V O L Y. So Simvolley. My apologies if I've been pronouncing that wrong. Simvolley.com. Anyway, so I had my sketch on my paper. I translated it through a template I chose and modified that template. Now, one of the things that really helped me was having some folders on my computer. 
And in those folders, I would put the content. So I like to build the content outside the site and then I just copy and paste. It allows me to stay focused. So I'll have a folder for media and a folder for text. So one folder will just have like my pictures or any kind of videos I was going to put or anything like that or links or logos, all that kind of stuff. And the other folder will just be a bunch of text docs. And one text doc will be my bio. The other text doc will be an introduction. Another text doc will be maybe a headline that I'll use or headlines. So once the content's all set, it makes it a lot easier to take that content and just implement rather than trying to be a creative writer at the same time being somebody who's a technical person trying to piece this together on your website. One of the big pieces of the website I had to cut out because, hey, it wasn't absolutely necessary right now. I can add it later. And at the same time, I just wouldn't have time to do it with my budget of time, right? And that was a blog. I really, really love having blogs on my site, but I had to cut it out. Creating a blog means, one, you have to create some posts. You can't just have a blog with no posts, right? At least a few. And writing blog posts takes some time, and I just didn't have time to do that. And I knew that it'd be really hard, so I'd just cut it out. Can I launch a site without a blog? Of course I can. It's still useful. And can I add it later? Of course I can. One of the other things that I was able to do that made it a lot easier was link out of the site. So, for example, instead of creating a whole page on my personal site about our podcast on our LBA show, I can just link the menu item that says podcast to our podcast page on the $100 MBA site. No need for me to create a whole page and then they have to click twice. This saved me a whole bunch of time. Another tip that really helped me along the way was a quote or a saying that my buddy Mario Brown says. He's an entrepreneur. Shout out to you, Mario. He just launched a new site, forginglegends.com. Check it out. And Mary always says, take massive imperfect action. And I love that because a lot of us, perfection holds us back. We need to take massive imperfect action, except the fact that it's not going to be perfect. And I had to do that a whole bunch of times. I had to be like, okay, this is exactly the way I wanted this to be, but it's good enough right now. Guys, I got more on today's episode, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. One of the first things you got to do when you start a business is acquire a business address. You needed to register your business. You needed to open up a business bank account. You even needed to register for email marketing. Yes, you need an address on the bottom of your email marketing newsletters. But if you work from home like a lot of us do, you don't want to put your home address and have your customers show up to your door. And you don't want to spend the extra money every single month on having a business office. This is where Earth Class Mail comes in. They hook you up with a swanky business address. And all the mail that gets sent there gets scanned and uploaded to your account in the cloud. That means you never have to check physical mail ever again. You could see it anywhere, anytime, from your phone or your laptop. Pretty cool. So cool. We signed up. We absolutely love it. And we've been using EarthClass Mail for over a year now. And EarthClass Mail wants to hook you up with a free month so you can get started with your business address. Just go to earthclassmail.com slash MBA month and use coupon code MBA month. Again, that's earthclassmail.com slash MBA month, coupon code MBA month. To wrap up today's lesson, I have a lot going on. I have our software business, Webinar Ninja, growing and building and launching new features every month. I'm managing a team over there. I have the $100 MBA. I have the $100 MBA show, which is a daily podcast, lots of work. We're also launching a whole new product, a new software that I'll be talking about very soon. And that's been going on. So this was just another thing on my plate, my personal website, along with, you know, life. I had to do things, right? 
eating and sleeping and running errands and paying bills and all that stuff, right? So the idea of having a restricted amount of time, seeing as at a budget, and just understanding that the scope of the project is what's negotiable, what I include and what I don't include, that really allowed me to pull this off. If you want to check it out, it's over at omarzenhome.com. You might be surprised how simple it is, but hey, it's out there in the world. It's done, and I can always improve it. All right, thank you so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. I have a saying that I like to use because it's so true, and it's perfection is for procrastinators. Often, we use the excuse of I want it to be perfect because really we're just procrastinating something. We're procrastinating uh, launching that new business, that new product, that new site. We just don't want to get down and dirty and work on it, or we're re- maybe afraid, afraid of what's going to happen when we launch. Maybe we will fail. Maybe people won't really like it. So we use the excuse of it's got to be perfect to keep pushing it off. Don't do that. It's okay to fail. It's okay if people don't like it. What's not okay is you not getting things done. So can the perfection and get it done. I hope today's episode was helpful and I hope to check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.